Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. We have such a cool guest. I haven't seen him in a long time and I can't wait to hang out with him. With over 3,500 episodes of television under his belt, Eric Maltzoff has been providing love in the afternoon with NBC Daytime for over the last 18 years. His portrayal of Ethan Winthrop on Passions and currently for such a long time, Brady Black on Days of Our Lives, have resulted in numerous industry accolades. He made daytime history in 2014 by being the first actor to ever win an Emmy in the Best Supporting Actor category for Days of Our Lives. His television and credits expand from primetime shows like Extent, NCIS, Rosalian Isles, so many more. His musical theater uh, repertoire consists of over 40 productions, including his critically acclaimed role as Pharaoh in the Osmond Broadway tour of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Fans of the DC Universe will most notably recognize him as Justice League member and futuristic superhero Booster Gold from the CW series Smallville. Please help me welcome Eric Martzoff. Pop yourself on. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) There you are. I had to read that bio because that bio is phenomenal. And yeah, it's not too bad. I actually enjoyed yeah. enjoyed it myself. I couldn't believe yeah. all those things you said about me. Are they all true? <laughs> They're all true. But here's what people don't know. I haven't seen you since 2008. And this is my selfish reasons for loving to do these Silver Lining podcasts during COVID is because Eric, and I might embarrass you by saying this, but he was in Appreciate my very it. first, you were in my very first scene study showcase class. And straight after that scene study showcase class, bam, you've been on soap, soap star ever since. Do you remember who you did the scene with? Elizabeth? Elizabeth, red hair, I was going to say red Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And she was so, she was so cute and so funny and yep. such a good teammate. Um, I was so I'll grateful. Never that you, you guys were hilarious. I know you're on a soap, but man, you should be <laughs> doing a lot of comedy. People don't know this. Anyway, hi. Hi. Oh, it's it's so good to see you. And and you're right. I haven't seen you since. And <laughs> that's first of all, let me just say right off the bat, it is ridiculous. I would never encourage actors to get jobs and then just run away and never take class again. <laughs> it's a big mistake. Um, but soaps, they, they have kept me really busy. You're right. I got that passions job right around the same time when I was studying with you and do the math with that. I guess, I guess I was learning a couple things that, that took me to my, my job. Obviously you paid off. Yes, but you were so good. So I don't take credit for that. I take credit for just being your friend. Anyway, so tell us, tell us what it's like. And how do you stay invigorated and passionate about doing a role that you've done for so long? It's, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Mm. I'll, I'll start by saying this. A lot of people, you know, when I first got married, a lot of people, my guy friends would be like, dude, are you worried about like staying, staying married to the same woman for, for, for so long? I mean, it could be years and decades. And, <laughs> and I, I like to look at them straight in the face. and like, do you think that I've been married to the same woman all these years? You, you think that the woman I'm married to now is the same woman 
that mm-hmm. she was when I did. No, I've I've been dating and I've been married to probably seven different women. <laughs> and the reason I'm bringing up this silly metaphor or simile, whatever you want to call it, is because the character the characters have changed drastically as well. As I've only really portrayed two on soaps, but because of daytime drama and the way in which it is and the genre that it is, we go through so many ups and downs. The stories are just crazy and ridiculous and I went from playing a very Dudley do-right, do-the-right-thing kind of guy on Passions to, to a substance-abusing, uh, power-driven, uh, still guy that's trying to do the right thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I found myself in this, in this deep, deep hole with this character of Brady, who wasn't as layered as I thought he was when I took him on, but he definitely turned into a challenge for me along the way, but yeah, but that's so great. That's what probably keeps the intrigue if you're just, you know, evolving with the growth. But obviously he's become part of you now after so many years. I think that's what, I mean, here we go. But I think that's what, that's one of the little nuggets that I think you taught me is is the fact that what we have is probably our best arsenal as actors, mm-hmm. who, who we got. And it's tapping into there and letting you come out Mm-hmm. which is the trick but when you've been doing it for I, I've had the the joy of being an employed actor for the last 18 years almost consecutively I hopped right from passions to days and I've been with the peacock for almost 19 years actually that's amazing and you're so lucky and blessed and I know I know and I'm, I'm thank you for saying that because I I try to I kick myself in the ass every morning and mm-hmm. say buddy you're very, very lucky. So and that's lucky. why I don't, I don't take it for granted. Any day I walk into that hallway and, and somebody says, here's some lines, go do it on stage. And we're going to put it on television. It's, it needs to be a big deal every day because there's a hell of a lot of great actors out there that are not getting the opportunities they deserve, especially now mm-hmm. during this pandemic. It's just, it's, it's, it's rough. It's, I have friends that are much more talented than I'll ever be. And they're, struggling right now you just never know you never know and I think what I'm hearing you say is that the grateful factor has just fuels and by being in that place everything else comes into fruition kind of don't you think I mean being grateful is everything and 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 I think by being grateful your heart stays open to all the possibilities of the growth of your character and working with other actors you get to act every day mostly Mostly every day. I would think that your schedule is every day. What is your schedule? Feels like every day. Uh, it's not every day. Yeah. But uh, Days of Our Lives, we, we were actually the only show that when this, when this whole pandemic hit, we actually had enough episodes in the can. We had eight to nine episodes. We were, we were that far ahead. Wow. We had this giant cushion. We, we were the only show that could air original content throughout the whole time. Because that's because we were, we were doing two to three, sometimes four episodes a day. Which, How many pages? as you know, is insane. It's, it's insane. insane. So what is that? How many pages a day is that for an actor? 150 to 200 sometimes. It, you know, it depends on the material, obviously. But How? It, How it, is it possible? I've had a lot of actors on that are on soaps. I have, you know, casting directors who are on soaps that are on. It is a muscle that it's astounding to me. I just don't know how. What are the tricks? How do you do it? Well, I, I thank God that you know, back in the day when I started, 
they allowed me to grow. Now, nowadays, they move at such a high speed that if you don't go in there as a young actor and knock it out of the park immediately and are on your lines. I live in an area in a, in a realm right now where double takes are frowned upon. Mm-hmm. They want you to get it the first time out because they want to get out of there at 430 because, you know, time is money. Let's get this done, nail it and get out. So two takes and three takes, that, that's the thing of the past. But if you don't nail it, you'll find your character written off pretty quickly. Wow. And I remember uh, when I first got Passions, I had, I had come right from, with the exception of your class, which, which had a lot to do with me toning everything down. I came off of a Broadway stage. I mean, I came off of uh, tour, Joseph, which yeah. is an over-the-top, you know, opulent musical. Mm-hmm. And I was performing to Rosie Z <laughs> every night. And as we know, it's a bad habit for TV to uh, throw that theatrical. And I, I, my voice was boisterous and I wanted to make sure I was heard. And I had a director come down to me the very first day and say, listen, I don't know if you're nervous. And I said, I am. And she's like, okay, that's understandable. But um, this mic up here, this thing, it's yeah. going to pick up everything, like everything. Yeah. Oh, it will? Like, see, just there. <laughs> talk to me. You don't need to talk to me like that. Just uh, bring it down, relax, be you. And I'm very glad that that they were patient with me. It took me a couple of days, maybe but, weeks, to finally just sit back. And... But you had the training. Here's the thing. You had all that theater background training. So you understand the vocal. You understand creating a life of the character. So when you got that adjustment, you were ready for that adjustment. And I work sure. with so many Broadway people. And I say, just pretend that person is right here in your face. So you right. just... Talk from your guts, talk from your heart, and don't talk any louder. And then from the center, you can lift up and down. But you had the training, so you were able to take that adjustment. I, I, I felt like I did. I felt like I did, and I had it in me. I just had to turn the volume down a little yeah. bit. And not, yeah. not, lo- not lose what makes you you. And the reason you get the job and the reason people want to give you some money to be on cameras because they think you bring something to this character and to the show that they think is going to be appealing. You don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. Bring everything down in the cell and be, be afraid to which, emote. Which, that is what you probably felt when you first brought it down. Oh, yeah. I, I drove home everything. and I'm like, they don't, I was like, honey, they don't even want me to do anything. Like, they just want to, <laughs> just want to sit there and like talk like this and say the words. That's enough. I laugh because I understand. I understand because I came from theater years ago. And when you first make that adjustment, and actors out there who are coming from theater, when you first make that adjustment, you feel like they're erasing everything from you, yeah. but it's not. And then all of a sudden, what happens, Eric, the magic that you found your center, and then you can resonate from the core, and then you can, it's such a, it's such an incredible, great feeling. Like you're, instead of the lights shining from the, from Broadway on you, the light inside you is shining from your core out. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I can't say it any better than that. And when, when you finally find that, that comfort zone yeah, and you can just let yourself be, uh, it's so, it's so rewarding. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. And I, I still prepare my butt off, you know, for my scenes. I got, I got two full episodes tomorrow that I'll be, you know, I'll be, I'll be pounding it right after I'm done talking to you. But at the same time, there's no nerve. I'm not nervous. I'm, I've been in class for every, almost every day for the last 18 years. Incredible. And that's the gift that soaps give to actors. And I find it very silly that there may even 
be that stigma out there about soap operas that when you talk about soaps, you talk about them. Some people like to talk about them as training grounds. Sure. But I feel like referring to an actor as a soap actor, which I've been called many times in my career. Oh, you're a soap actor. It's kind of like calling a dentist a, a cavity filler or like a, you know, he does other things, you know, a dentist, you know, he, can I interject? Because so far, it's changed a lot. It might have had that sort of stigma, but not anymore. Zero. Because they don't do it. It's like doing the living the life of a character as you're doing an episodic, a nighttime show, whatever you're doing. It is all the same. It's not. It's all a depth of acting. So it's really changed. It really I, has I'd love to believe that as well. I just, I guess maybe I'm subjected to more of that rhetoric out there and I'll still see... Uh, even even uh, some of my favorite SNL folks, that uh, was Jimmy Fallon and Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. They they did a little thing called the uh, the days of our pandemic or something like that. Oh my god! And they did a Zoom scenario like this, and and we in the soap community, we you know we retweeted it and threw it out there. And this funny, but it was ridiculously over the top and right. everything that you is stereotypically soap opera. But if, I'd be lying if there wasn't a little piece of me that said. I don't, I don't know if this is what we are all the time anymore. I don't know if this is a great representation because there really is some, there's some really good actors in our, in our soap community that, that are grounded and down to earth and you look at them and you feel them and they, they make you feel. And you also are combating with an, a, a style of acting back in the day. Back in the day. That's that the everybody, time. the veterans, so to speak, held on to. And, but everyone did it. Everyone had it up here, so it was accepted, mm-hmm. and it's fine. And today you have this interesting dichotomy between people that are a little more rooted and grounded, and you have the performance of others, and then it's it's an interesting grind. It seems like, though, it seems like the thread, it, like it's threading together more and more. I think so. so. 1,000%. I, oh, my goodness. It's just by talking to so many people, it really, the core of the work wins out. And it's really changing 1,000%. But let me just say this. Do not be insulted by people from Saturday Night Live. Of course, they've got to make it to the extreme or else it's not going to be their sketchy comedy that they do. I, no, I get it. It's hard. No, not insult would be the wrong word. It would be, you know, hey, imitation is the highest form of flattery. I know that. Totally. I'm good. I'm good with it. It's All like, right. So let me ask you this. So you just said you have two episodes to do tomorrow. What do you do? Do you lay out all the pages? Do you have a photographic memory? You know the life of the character now. How, what do you do? Do Um, you walk around your room saying it all out loud a million times, your house? I got a pretty simple style now. I mean, what took me hours years ago is I got it down to about maybe 20 minutes an episode. I can, I've developed a, a pretty good, you can call it a photographic memory, but I do, I do suck it in. I regurgitate it. And if you ask me an hour later what I said, I won't remember what it was. Wow. But I can get it in my body and throw it out pretty, pretty quickly. But I'll just now sit here with my iPad. There's no paper anymore. I miss the script so much. I miss the paper. I miss the holding it. But we got to move with the times. So uh, I got my big old iPad. And (laughs) uh, I don't even bring it up to set anymore. Um, a lot of people stick them in the drawers of furniture and they'll have their iPad in there. But I've learned to trust that, you know what, Eric, if you don't know it by now, you're not going to know it. 
But how yeah. do you learn a whole episode in 20 minutes? Do you read it? It just absorbs into your body. What happens? Rep, I, it's just good old fashioned repetition. I just repetition I just, for 18 years. I That's say a lot it of over and over and over again. And yes, I see the page in my head. Yeah. I highlight it and I see, I see the highlighted words in my head. I don't always remember the cue lines, mm. but I've been fortunate enough to work with good actors and actresses that, that, you know, when they're done, you know, when the thought is over, you know, when they, <laughs> and if they're not, you jump in and it's more natural anyway. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of cutting people off and having them cut me off and that, that that regulated regiment of you say a line and I'll say a line. I, no, that's not I, human nature. No, not in no. my house. No, nope. not in anybody's we, house. We interrupt <laughs> each other all the time, and that's very natural for me. So with twin boys that are 14, and uh, no, we got to talk over You're one. twin boys. You have a twin. Do you know that I'm a twin? Did you know that? No. Yes. Uh, fraternal or identical? Fraternal. Fraternal. Wait, your boys are fraternal, aren't they? They are. Yeah. They are. The only way. I love that. Last yeah. time I was in your class, I didn't have children, did I? No, no. No. What? No. I don't think so. No, you did not. It's amazing how life changes and progresses and your beautiful wife and how do you balance it all? But this is not now because you're used to balancing it. So when you first got on, then you you have to balance everything in the in the life of an actor because you want to focus on your acting, but you have to have a personal life and you have to travel, well, pre-COVID, but how did you do all that? How were you smart enough to know that everything in balance mattered? You do have to have balance. I, I'm a big believer in it. And the beautiful thing about soap opera is that it really did allow me to be a father and be a husband and be an actor as well. You know, if, I, if I'm off in, you know, Bulgaria filming Lord of the Rings seven, you know, for the, for four months, I'm not making my kids soccer games. Right. I'm not sitting at home at dinner. Right. Our, uh, we have hard outs in the soap opera community. They, they, they want us out. They don't want to pay overtime to anybody. So I'm done by four 30 and the latest I'm home is five 30. That's beautiful. So I'm, I'm not in a, I'm not in a trailer all day. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I get in, I get out and I mean, it's a well-oiled machine. It's, if you'd have told me that I'd be doing soaps for the last 18 years, I would have said you were crazy. I have, I have yeah. silly ambitions in many, many departments of art and, I would love to do. I'm I'm a goofball, Sherry. You know me. The fact no, that I do the fact I that I do the fact that I do dramatic daytime television for a living is the biggest <laughs> joke of all time. But <laughs> all I want to do is romantic comedies and just be silly. But can you? Do you have opportunities? Can you get out there? Because if people don't know this about you, I know this about you from years ago. You are freaking hilarious and charming and sexy all of it which i'm sure resonates on screen for your show but the comedy factor come on i thank you for thank you for those words i don't know you get to get i I used to be a little jaded about the industry and i just kind of thought that you know well you know guys like myself we don't get a chance to be funny no that's such bullshit it is bullshit you're absolutely right and and you know if you're stuck in a you know leading man category no one's ever going to allow you to be you know funny well you know Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Um, but, but does your schedule allow you to have other opportunities or is it too tied in? Yeah, it's that's the tough part. Soaps never sleep. Mm. We don't have a big we don't have a big vacation. We have uh, 
one week, two weeks off here and there, and they, they spray it out throughout the year. So I never have a chunk mm. of time. I mean, I, we can barely make a guest star work. If they want you available for seven days, even though they're only using one, they need yeah. your guarantee. I need you available. I can't commit to that. And I don't want to piss off a casting director and tell them, yeah, I'm completely available. And then no. have days, which is in first position and rightly so, they can say, Eric, we need you on Wednesday. That's right. So that being said, there have been things that have been worked out. I have gotten a way to do some guest stars here and there. It has worked out, which uh, I'm just thankful that, you know, I'm on, I've always been on good terms with my bosses and the folks at NBC have been good to me. And I'd like to think that I've, you know, my work ethic has been pretty, pretty secure as far as they're concerned. If I say I'm oh. going to be there at a certain time, I'm, I'm not late. I know my stuff. Do you know how important that is, Eric, that to have a yeah. work ethic, to have trust, to build trust to the people that employ you and that, you know, that you want, that you surround yourselves with every day, your, your energy and your, um, who you are, it matters so much. And to say that you don't want to make false claims to, to people is hugely important. Hence why also you've been working for so many years think it might have something to do with it. I've, I've seen some really talented actors uh come and go really quickly because of their work ethic because of their um just just unwillingness to put the work Attitude. into the gig that it requires and I'll tell you what soaps are not for the weary you you really have to work hard and and know your stuff so uh it's so important. That is a big message I want to be out there right now, that it is so important to be honorable, honorable and trustworthy and have a good attitude and be ready and be on uh, your team at all times. So important. At the end of the day, people, you know, these producers, they, they, they want to know that they're going to have a nice day at work. They want to know that things are going to run smoothly and they, they, they love to wake up in the morning and go get their coffee and come to the studio and look at who's who am I dealing with today and feel secure and confident that, that these people are going to bring it and they're going to be on their stuff and there's not going to be any dramatic issues. Yeah, It's so important. And when they go on and do other projects, they're going to want to work with people that they enjoy working with period. It's a small town. Yeah. It really, really is. It's small. And the more successful you get, the, the more freedom that these people have in order to pick and choose who they want on their projects and they're they they're going to remember the people that showed up on time and knew their lines and were kind to their crew stuff like that goes a long way and i i think going through this entertainment industry gracefully is should never be belittled you need to do that be good but also be respectful respectful don't lose courtesy it needs to still be there percent. I think it's changed because I think years ago when, when if you were the lead on a show and you were difficult, people put up with it. But yeah. I don't think they put up with that anymore. No way. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can cite examples of that. People have been surprised. What are you talking about? It's me. Like, sorry, you just mm. caused too many problems. Your trumpet's a little loud, man. Mm. And, and soap opera's a team sport. Mm. Well, truly, every show. Every show's a team sport. Every you're, show. You're right. There's but more, I mean, but more so than, um, yeah, you're, you're correct. But I would, I would suggest to say that I, I've even had issues with um, soap operas having categories of lead actress and, and then supporting actor. To me, everyone's a supporting actor on a soap yeah. opera. 
100%. you know, you, you just, a lot of shows, you got your star and that's your, but we're a, ensemble. we're a family. We're, we're an ensemble. It's definitely yeah. an ensemble piece, in my opinion. Yeah. So beautiful. So what, what what's some messages that you give to young actors out there? How, because there's some people that they just want to be on a soap. So if it was to the actor out there who wants to be on a soap, what's their path? How do they get on a soap? And to the actors that just want some, some inspiration, what's some inspiration for the actor training? <laughs> what is it? I'll put words into your mouth. I could answer all these questions, but I'm going to ask you. Oh boy. I hope I answer them right then. There's uh, no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. It's well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out one of them that, that stuck with me. And it's, it's, it was true in my high school career as an actor, my college career and my soap career. Uh, there's no small roles. Mm-hmm. I started passions as a devil um, and, and I had like eight lines and I was completely in makeup. Then a couple of weeks later, I was a demon cop, which was, I had someone else's voice coming out of me and it's very, very small role. Mm-hmm. And I did have friends that said, you, I don't know if you should be taking these roles, wait for the big one. Mm, interesting. And I remembered what my, uh, my high school director had told me. Uh, about musicals. I was, my first musical I was in, I was, I was in the back and he said, this is a great place to watch the people in the front and how they, how they hold themselves and mm. how they perform it. Be, be a voyeur and it's training. You got training right in front of you. When you're in the front, you can't really <laughs> look back, see what's going on. It's just you. So don't be afraid to say yes. Even if you think the role is, dare I say, beneath you, or not enough lines. It's not as layered as I want. I don't know if I believe in, do it. Agree. Do Agree. it. Have the experience. You never know what the hell. I got my first manager from doing a children's theater show, Bye Bye Birdie in Orange County somewhere. Wow. And she knocked on my door and she said, hi. I saw what you did up there and I, I was, I was almost embarrassed to be a part of the show because I just wow. come off a Broadway tour and I'm doing children's theater, but I, I can't tell you how many times in my career that those little things have turned into great big nuggets of something better. Stay so open. stay open, just stay, stay open to the idea. Say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a big one for me. It is. And if you're I- an actor and you really like to act, you're going to want to act. You know, whether you're making, you know, 60,000 an episode or, or scale. Yeah, but if, what, one line yeah. is creating a lot of the character. One line, two lines, 50 lines. It doesn't matter. You yeah. can't judge it. You're still creating a life. You still was, have to have an opening moment. You still have to have a closing beat. One line to 50, 500 lines. Totally. That, I, early in my soap career, I would, I would get frustrated at the amount of lines I had. I would think that that meant you know, the amount of lines. That means you're important. You're an important character if you have lots of lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the good stuff is in between the lines. The good stuff. Yes! The good stuff is... So how do actors get involved? In bounce so- off of another actor. Yeah. How do they get involved? How, it's been so long, but you're in it. But how, what's some advice? I've been in it. Um, do everything. Do everything you can. Take every class. Do every show. Some friend wants you to be in their student film. Say, yes, I'll be there. Because you don't know who's going to see what, when. You don't know. And if you say no, then there's no opportunity. Exactly. 
it's and I and then, you know I I feel like uh, you know I you're right I mean I have been out of the game for a while because I've been so gainfully employed for the last eighteen years I don't know how do how do kids get noticed these days Sherry like I, other than other than the wonderful you know aspect that you give them and the opportunities that you give them in these shows and things and class but I think it's about creating your own platform and really having a message to say and then finding things to give. It's about the give back to me. That's what it's about, the give back for all actors to have higher, to have your passion and then have your purpose be higher and then go after your passion to get to your purpose and your meaning and Mm -hmm. do whatever it takes. And this now in this world, YouTube and Instagram lives, Facebook live, anything you can to get out there and then having a community a uh, community of actors, community in a studio that has positive people and help people, help people help each other and to circulate and just to have a community. So in the soap opera world, I think it's just about making connections too, like in anything. Connectivity is, is, is extremely important. And then soap opera, when the, because they're seeing so many people, I would also stress uh, when you get that material, no matter if it's one page or 20, make it, make a, make a solid choice make it make a choice because you know you you gotta find a way to stick out a little bit and there's a lot of handsome dudes and beautiful girls running around this town and soaps tend to glom on to a certain type i think that's changing as well which which is great which is awesome because it was starting to just look like one painting for a long long time boring we like character Exactly. When shows make that mistake of just hiring pretty people, it's boring. So boring. Hire human <laughs> beings. And, and we, I think we're, we're really starting to feel that in our community. So, uh, but, but get out there. So the don't, message- be, don't be afraid to make a crazy ass choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's your one shot. Do it. Just go for it. Especially if it, if it feels right to you. You know, I've been my whole career in soaps has been recast. I, I, uh, I, I've been two characters. Ethan was a recast, and Brady Black was a recast. And of course, the question I always get, you know, well, did you feel the need to, you know, imitate or be who they were so fans wouldn't be so upset if you were different? Than, and I'm like, it's like, no, actually, that never crossed my mind. I said, I, I'm given the ball now. Uh, I'm going to run with it the way I want to. Confident. Uh, it's mine it belongs Confident. to me now. This, this is my guy. So embrace that and that's that's the prize i won the yeah. role yeah oh, you know a hundred percent don't so, imitate someone that you think is you know something special to be you it goes back you. to what we said in the beginning this is the best thing you got right best you. thing you got is yourself knowing yourself inside and out going for it a hundred percent yes one thousand percent so life is different for you now because you ha- you're on such a schedule but in life, to stay in your incredible shape, um, you know, it's not just about going to work every day. You take care of yourself. How do you take care of yourself? I'm going to be, I'm turning 50 this year. Really? I'm a 50-year-old man and... Uh, and you have muscles. No, I, 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 my kids are very fit. <laughs> my my boy that I was telling you about earlier, he is in the garage, which we've transformed into a gym since through this pandemic. Yes, I used to be a gym rat. Now I work out with my wife in the morning. Uh, she is an ex-dancer as well, and she doesn't look her age either. I'm not going to tell you how old she is, but she's she's a tiger as well. Our whole family is very much into waking up and getting moving. 
yes, instead so of that, wake up and get on your phone. It's hard. You wake yeah. up every morning and you make a choice. Am I, am I going to move? Am I going to get rolling? Or am I going to well, check Instagram and see that everybody is having a better time than I am right now? Mm-hmm. Don't do so, it. Oh, but, okay, so you stay fit because you stay mentally fit, you stay creatively fit, and you stay emotionally fit. Emotionally because you exercise, creatively yep. because you're on a show, and physically, well, you exercise too. So the exercise is really, really key. And drinking water, eating healthy. Are you an eating healthy person? <laughs> I'm a mod- I'm, I'm a everything in moderation, Sherry. I, I love my red wine at night. Yes. Do I love my pizza sometimes? Do, of course. I'm not a health nut. No, by, not by any means. Okay. Do I watch what I eat? Yeah because I have stuff in my family. I got, I'm, I got heart disease that I don't want to inherit. So I, I, um, I've seen the pain that that, that my father has gone through with having stents and bypass surgeries and, and, you know, it is a genetic thing. So I'm going to do everything I can to keep my engine going. Cause I got, I got kids that I want to see get married, do all kinds of things. And I want to be around for that. Yeah. And let's face it. We, 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 tomorrow's guaranteed to no one. Uh, I have friends that are my age getting cancers and, and, and all these, we got COVID going on people here. It's like, make the most of it while we're here. So I might, I might as well take care of my vessel. And I am an actor. I, I support my family. You know, I, I play pretend for a living, but I yes. got to keep myself as marketable as long as I can. And damn it. Yes, but also, yeah. But also this is the instrument that you play. So if you're not feeding it well in moderation, you're not liquefying it; it's going to dry up. So, and on high definition TV, oh, it's going to show everything, and it's hilarious. And oh my god, you should see well, the look—the look in the makeup room on the day the producers came and said, "By the way, guys, we're switching to HD." <laughs> there was like panic, just everyone's just oh my god and they were running making phone calls and going to sephora and buying high definition makeup and god knows doing that's it. so funny because at the end of the day though the thing is it's about the work and not what you look like and you watch <sighs> things and when your people are really involved in the life of their character and storytelling they could have a million wrinkles all over the face but you're going to think they're freaking brilliant so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's about the inside sparkle i um the funny story, and this sounds ridiculous because I, I didn't mean to bring this up, but the year I won my little trophy, my little Emmy trophy. Yes. It was 2014, and I almost didn't submit the reel because I thought I looked crappy on it. I Ooh. thought because I was, I was, it was an intervention. I was like, my face was all crunched up and my, I just looked awful. And I think it was my wife that looked at me and said, wait, Eric. First of all, you're supposed to look terrible. You're like, you know, you're in it. Like that's, it's great. And I I almost didn't because I didn't think it looked good enough or attractive enough. And I would have made a huge mistake because that that was the reel that helped me win my little thing. And your little thing. Don't get caught in that trap. Don't get caught in that trap of everything doesn't need to be perfect. It's beautiful without perfection. There there is no perfection. I think it's it's when you're not watching yourself, that's when the beauty shines through. When you watch yourself ever so slightly, that's when you're editing your yeah. impulses. Some, some of the most talented actors I know in my genre, they don't watch themselves. They just, you know, for, 
for that very reason, you know, yes. I throw it out there and it's for other people to watch. And, uh, well, I think that's an important message. I think that's an important message for all actors. Stop watching yourself. Just get in there, get underneath the life of that character and do the work, Eric. That's it. I can't wait to see you on some comedies and you better make your schedule available because oh, I wanted to out there. He's hey, freaking funny. Write, write one, please. Or, you know. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I only coach 10 hours a day. That's my limit. Although I did I want, write a I, I want to be funny on TV, Sherry. Because <laughs> you always want what you, you always want what you don't have, right? No, that's going to be your next thing. You're going to do a romantic comedy or you're going to do a sitcom. I see it. I have a sixth sense. I feel it. Eric, so great having you on today. You're so adorable. I just want to say you could not look bad, but whatever. Whatever. Right back at you. Look how oh. great you look. Oh, my God. Come on. You haven't changed what? a bit. You haven't changed a bit. Oh, a little, a little bit, but that's all right. I don't care. I'm a giver. A I just, I just, I, I, I just want to say before we part, um, thank you. Thank, mm. thank you for what you did and what you gave me because um, – it's not just because I'm looking at you right now. I truly believe you opened me up and helped me stand out in that room. Oh. And that's how I feed my kids right now. So oh. well, whatever that's... you did, you, you, I really, really enjoyed your class. And uh, thank you. Just thank you. That's all I got, you know? Really wow. Thank you. Helpful. Thank you so much. I just tear my eyes. Kisses yeah. to you. Kisses to your family. Thank and you. thank you so much, everybody out there. Stay courteously aggressive. <laughs> Go for your dreams. I love that. Bye bye.